Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and we are talking about extensionality in type theory. And I've been studying with my doctoral students, a, um, I think, an important paper uh, about extension, dealing with extensionality in a particular way, in a way that I think is, is interesting and important. And this paper um, is called Observational Equality Now for Good. And this was a paper from 2022's Popple Principles of Programming Languages. It's by Louis Puget and Nicolas Tabarot. And so um, I want to talk about this paper and related work for the next couple of episodes. So um, the title of the paper, Observational... Oh, goodness. Yeah, Observational Quality. Yes. So um, this paper is building on some earlier works, which I have studied before, but it's been a while, so I actually want to go back and look at them again. Um, and But this paper has... So the idea that this paper is, is developing, which was proposed by some other authors 15 years before that time or so, is the idea to try to make the equality of a type theory extensional by basically saying kind of like, depending on what type... You know, when we have an equality type in type theory, we are generally you're going to say. I mean, this is actually not true in some of the work here on our my group. But generally, the approach is to say you have an equality that's type that's indexed by the type of the things you're equating, right? So if you wanted to equate booleans, you'd be using equality indexed by the type bool. So it'd be like, you know, two terms like t1 equals sub bool t2. You know, or you could just think of it as like equals at type. I mean, just think of equals as a polymorphic uh, type constructor. So you have to tell it what type the arguments have. So equality would in general say for any type A, given two A's, you know, I'll give you a type back. So, um, and the idea behind observational uh, type theory is that um, we're going to, have the type theory reflect a different meaning for equality depending on what the index for the equality type is. So if you're equating Booleans, like say you had primitive Booleans, then that equality, um, equating primitive, if you were just equating Booleans without a primitive Boolean type or an inductive Boolean type, it would just come down to, I mean, I'm actually not 100% sure how this would get set up, but essentially it should just come down to saying that they're the same, exactly the same Boolean. They're either both true or they're both false. Um, you might not need to do anything more than just say, oh, at Boolean type, you know, the equality, equality at type bool is just identity, just syntactic identity. But what gets interesting is when you have equality at some compound types that are, you know, built out of smaller types. And of course, the most exciting one is equality at a function type. So equality at a function type, uh, you know, so it, let's just say a simple function type to avoid getting unnecessarily, you know, detailed. So if you say, what is equality at the type A arrow B mean? Like semantically, what does it mean? Um, observational type theory is trying to set up a type theory to reflect a semantics that says, well, what that means is that for any inputs A, like so, so two, two functions, let's say F and G, are going to be equal at type A or B 
if for any input of type A, um, f of A and g of A are equal at type B. Um, so, you know, so this is a very, of course, a really natural semantics to be thinking of for equality. Um, and in fact, in this relational type theory, which I talked about, that's I devoted one chapter to this research of mine that I've been doing um, at the podcast some time ago, and I'm still beavering away on it. <laughs> I'm still working on it. And in that theory, yeah, this is exactly the kind of idea you say that, um, in fact, you basically say that the meaning of a type is this kind of um, sort of more relational uh, statement mapping. In, in the case of relational type theory, it'd be like mapping equal inputs of type A to equal outputs of type B. Here in, in um, observational type theory, you just say mapping an input of type A to equal outputs of type B. So, um, so anyway, uh, and the, the sort of part of the story I wanted to tell now, besides giving this basic idea, you know, you could do the same kind of thing. It's like, what does it mean for two um, pairs to be equal? Actually, I'd have to go remind myself. I mean, the details of these things are really, you know, can be really particular. So, um, uh, but intuitively, you're wanting the, uh, you're wanting the meaning of the equality type to kind of bake in the extensionality principles that you expect for the type. So the meaning of um, having two pairs equal should be something like um, the first components are equal at type, like if say I have a pair type A cross B, you know, what does it mean for two things like X and Y to be equal at that type? Well, it means that the first projections of X and Y should be equal to type A, and the second projections of X and Y should be equal to type B. So we're generally phrasing, going to phrase these things in terms of eliminations, right? So when I say I've got two pairs, and I'm, I, I don't know that I don't have available to me in my type theory at that moment the sort of syntactic information that, oh, if they're pairs, they must look like, you know, X comma Y. I just have pairs. It might be a variable. Like there might be just an assumed variable. Like just assume you have an X that's a pair type. So it syntactically isn't decomposed into a first and second component. But so then it makes sense to use eliminators to say, okay, well, if I'm trying to, to, to sort of reflect an extensional equality, I'd be wanting to say that the first components are equal and the second components are equal. Because by using first and second or some other, you know, different eliminator perhaps, um, that's giving me uh, the ability to reference the pieces without actually having it be syntactically a pair. Um, anyhow, so so that's the semantic idea that we want to realize. And these type, you know, these type theories and Puget and Tabarro's type theory is giving us an actual syntactic type theory with typing rules and conversion and reduction relations and stuff like that for um, for having equality be type dependent. Uh, and, and where the type dependency involved is intended to give you extensionality principles. So this is a really, really nice idea, I think. Um, it's very intuitive. And it makes, um, I mean, you want to have an extensional equality. I mean, you want to have, I mean, basically this is saying we don't just want to have equality be essentially just beta eta equality. We want to have more. And, but what more do we want? Well, it kind of depends on what the type is. And that's exactly the path observational type theory takes. It's just like, all right, we're going to make the equality itself. So that means within the, the theory, within the type theory, 
if you have an equality type, um, let's say you have something that says, oh, X and Y are equal at type A cross B. That equality type itself is going to be definitionally equal to, a, to the sort of semantic unfolding of that statement. So it'd be like, it's going to be definitionally equal to um, the type that asserts the first components are equal and the, types are, the, second, uh, the second components are equal. So it means that if you have a proof of an equality at type A cross B, that proof will actually be a pair because it'll be a pair of proofs, a proof for the first components being equal and the proof for the second components being equal. And that's all realized by simply saying that the equality type itself is definitionally equal to this certain pair type, the pair of these two other equality types that say things are equal at first and second component types. Um, so, you know, that, that becomes, so basically you're having the equality types themselves can simplify and reduce um, to, to break the equality down and, and put it, you know, if I have an equality at some bigger type, it's going to get decomposed into equalities at smaller types by some reduction rules that apply to the types themselves. Um, you know, so in other terminology, it's like we have this sort of built-in large elimination that's defining the equality type. Um, so... That's kind of the starting point for talking about observational type theory. I'd like to come back and try to dive into some more of the details of the Puget-Tabarot paper. It's um, a very nice paper, very impressive result, and um, you know, pretty accessible, but but maybe, probably you know might be a little tough if you haven't waded into too much of this stuff before. Um, but I'll try to share some, some um, ideas from it that I've understood from studying it here a little bit. And we'll also talk about some of these original papers that this paper is, is developing. You know, there was a paper by Alton Kirch, McBride, and Swierstra from 2007, I think, that first proposed this. And these guys developed it further. All right. So thanks a lot for listening. Um, shoot me a line anytime and hope you're well.